It's interesting to see how people respond to change. When it does happen, oftentimes we get so scheduled in our lives and, and we are anticipating things to happen a certain way. And then when circumstances change, the question then becomes, well, what are we going to do in the face of that change? Author Michelle McKinney Hammond had that happen to her with interest uh, during the pandemic. And she's written a book about her experience that I really appreciate. It's called When Shift Happens, S-H-I-F-T, Happens. Say yes to your next, some practical tools for navigating change. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Michelle McKinney Hammond, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good to be have you here to talk about this, especially when you consider what a lot of people have been through the past few years, especially with the pandemic. And I know that was kind of the impetus for your wanting to write this book. Uh, you're splitting your time between the states and between Ghana, because who doesn't, right, these days? I mean, that's just kind of the, the natural... <laughs> Yeah. Right. Why continental? Sure. Well, let's do it. But in the middle of all that, you were on your way to England and all of a sudden COVID happened. And this is, I, I don't want to run through this too quickly, but talk about what it was like for something that you thought was just going to be for a day or two that wound up pretty much altering the trajectory <laughs> of your life for quite some time. Talk about that. Seriously, seriously. You did your homework. I know. Um, definitely. I was supposed to be there for a week. I was going to go in a week or some friends in the country and then move into the city uh, for the speaking engagements that had been arranged for me. And I landed at Heathrow. The world changed. It was the first time I ever saw Heathrow as empty as it was. Mm. Everything shut down around me, including the speaking engagements. The week in the country with my friends turned into five months, who ironically... I saw today for the first time since COVID. Wow. They were in Ghana, and we reminisced about our time together in the country uh, when the whole thing happened. And I just didn't know when I was going to get out of there because the president had cut that, shut down the uh, borders of Ghana. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, nothing was flying in or out of anywhere. So, you know, like, like my mom was like, well, can't you come back here? I said, they're not flying anywhere. Mm -hmm. So there I was. Um, and while everyone was panicking about having to stay home, I was weird. I thought to myself, I get to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, that that mindset took me a long way. I got my coaching certification. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I started online classes. I started an online. Oh, I, I used the time. I took full advantage of getting to stay home and do things I had always wanted to do but never could do because I was too busy being on the move before, which was one of the lessons that I do share in the book when shift happens, um, that our mindset can either paralyze us or energize us. Mm. And I'm telling you, I still look back at that time, Roger, as one of my most favorite times in life. That seven month window, because I ended up, I ended up staying with them for five months, but then a friend got me my own apartment the last two months I was there. Mm -hmm. On the river with little boats floating by. It Ooh. was sublime. I'll bet. <laughs> See, now this is it. I love to hear this encouragement because here's someone, I mean, I've heard so many horror stories. My business got shut down. Somebody got sick. We were, you know, our, everything was, there was upheaval, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm hearing you describing this as saying, this is almost like God said, hey, you've been grinding so hard here. I want you to come to a grinding halt and now open up to the possibilities that I have for you. It's almost as if he was saying, now that I have your attention, Michelle, I've got these other things for you. And you yes. said yes. You said yes to that. I, I love that encouragement. Talk talk about why 
if you do say yes, then you have an opportunity to flourish. But if you say no, a lot of people were floundering during the pandemic for kind of that same reason of fists clenched tightly, arms crossed across the chest saying, I just got to get mm-hmm. through this. You, you were flourishing. Well, you know, when I lived in Chicago, when I first moved there as a student, I used to take the bus. And when you get on the bus, someone advised me, if you don't get a seat and you're standing, don't lock your knees. Because that's the first thing you think to do so that you'll just Mm -hmm. be like standing firm, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And they said, well, if the driver slams on the brakes, you'll go flying down the aisle because you won't be flexible. Mm. Flexibility Mm -hmm. is key in life because change is inevitable. But how we respond is optional and how we respond determines the outcome of everything that we're doing, some people lost out because they couldn't make the shift. Mm. I'm not talking about a pivot. I'm Mm. talking about a shift. A pivot is, you know, just a sharp about face. But a shift means that you've got to redefine, redirect, um, and refresh in some areas. It doesn't mean you abandon everything, but perhaps you fine-tune so that you can now continue and stay on track. Uh, You know, businesses call in change management people. When they get stuck and know that they need to shift but don't know how to make the shift. And we've got the voice of the Holy Spirit giving us those little refining shifts that we can do. Uh, Look at Zoom. Zoom was a business that had just been sitting there. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, everybody was on Zoom. They took full advantage of the moment. And I think that sometimes we're so busy panicking when change happens that we don't know how to take advantage of the moment and see the options. When you say I get to versus I have to, you see the option. Love that. I love that perspective from Michelle McKinney Hammond, our guest today here on The Bottom Line. Her book is called When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. And we have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. You know, a lot of people in the body of Christ will say, I trust God for every, you know, my next breath, my next step, et cetera, et cetera. But when something like what happens to you happens, they kind of go in shutdown mode. And saying, well, I'm, I'm just going to wait and see what God has for me next. Talk about some of the principles that you learned or that you share in this book about what you learned about being ready. You know, saying, okay, if this door is closed, I'm looking for God to open the next one. If this road is not operable, where's the next one for me to take? I mean, there there's some spiritual principles here at stake that require us to take that step of faith and not just sit on our thumbs and wait for God to just pick us up and move us to the next place. Exactly. We've got to remember this is a partnership with God. We are God in the earth realm. He uses our hands, our feet, our lips. He uses everything that we make available to him. So when we get in places like this, first of all, think about Abraham. God says, move, Abraham. He goes, where? I'll tell you when you get there. I mean, that that is an act of faith like no other. Go home and tell your wife, baby, we're moving. But where are we going? I don't know. We'll know when we get there. God just said go. I mean, what? So here's the thing. Everything that's worth it in life requires risk. Risk Mm. is something that we don't shy away from because we are people who walk by faith. Now, walking by faith, just the phrase itself tells you movement is involved. (laughs) (laughs) You're not sitting. You're not waiting. You know, faith without works is dead. So God's going to give you a direction, and you've got to have the boldness to follow through. Remember when he resurrected and the the poor little disciples had gotten disgruntled and disheartened and gone back to doing what they always did, which is Mm -hmm. what we do. It's our knee-jerk reaction to go back to the safe 
the safe place, right? What we know, what's familiar, even if it's no longer effective. And he says, did you catch anything? Or, or, or Dr. Phil would say, how's that working for you? <laughs> and, and they said, we haven't, we haven't caught anything. And he said, why don't you just throw the net over to the other side? They started to whine. Oh, well, we've been fishing all night. Uh, okay, nevertheless, they threw it over. A ship, right? A small ship. He didn't mm-hmm. tell them to leave the lake. He didn't tell them to find another body of water. He didn't tell them to go swimming. He said, just, why don't you just try throwing the net over to the other side? And they caught a bounty of fish that broke the net. Sometimes it's just leaning into God in those times, not panicking, not getting a victim mentality, but saying, God, what's next? I trust you to have a next for me. If all things truly work to the good, where do you want me to go with this opportunity? Love that. Michelle McKinney-Hammond, our guest today here on The Bottom Line. Her book is called When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. And we have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More to come in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. I'm talking with Michelle McKinney-Hammond today here on The Bottom Line. Her book, When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next, is up at thebottomlineshow.com. And and, and you talk about the opportunity and the fact that uh, change does present us with opportunity. Sometimes we think of it as, I like things the way they were. Mm-hmm. Change means I have to do something different. Instead of saying, wait, this is good. What if there's a better opportunity on the horizon? Talk about why I, the perspective mm-hmm. that we have on this. I mean, that that's, that's the essence, isn't it? I mean, the perspective that says... I believe that God has the best in store for me. So if this shuts down, there's got to be something better on the other side. Yeah, but you know, you just said something very rich, Roger. It it is about how do we see God? Is he good Mm. or not? If he's good, then his intentions towards me are good. And I've got to find the good in this situation. There's a story about these two little boys. They did a scientific uh, uh, test with. They put each of them individually in a room filled with manure. They Hmm. came back in a couple hours to check to see what was going on with their mindset. One little boy was just sitting there crying his eyeballs out. What are I going to do with all this mess, right? (laughs) They went to their second room, and the little boy was throwing it up in the air. They said, what are you doing? He said, with this much mess in here, there's got to be a pony somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to look for the pony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to quote you on that. That'll make a good bumper sticker. Look for the po- the pony. Signed Michelle McKinney Hammond. But look but for it's, the pony. I love it. I love it. You know, but but that that perspective though, you got to understand. I mean, it, it, second little boy says, "Okay, well, I know what happens when ponies get around and they need to do their stuff. So if I'm looking for the pony and I see mm-hmm. this, that's how I see it." And a lot of people, when the pandemic hit, yes. saw this as this kind of curse or this kind of, you know, oh my gosh, it's, you know, this, this, this epidemic that's going to wipe mm-hmm. out people and whatever. And by the way, did you, how did you handle it health-wise? I mean, were you able, did you manage to navigate it okay during the time? Yes, I, I never got it. Um, no. I Good took the shot when I, mm-hmm. you know, got free. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, it was interesting because London... The outskirts, I was in the country, and uh, every I was just in a household, and none of us were going anywhere, so nobody right. got it, because it mm-hmm. was just us. We pretty much were in our separate rooms. We came together on Sundays for meals, but when you went out on the street, the streets were deserted, and I think mm. at one point, I was walking on one side of the road, and they saw me coming, and they, they went over to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> And then we, well, we we went to the grocery store and, the, you know, they had you six six feet apart or whatever. Right. And they right. had a line and you a few people could go. It, it was kind of an adventure to me. I thought this mm-hmm, was just mm-hmm. 
so cool and so surreal. It was like, is this really happening? I don't think I ever got the blues about it. Um, for mm. me, really, and you're talking about perspective, for me, it was the welcome vacation because up to that point, life had been moving so fast. I had literally said to God, Lord, I need like two weeks to do absolutely nothing. I am so right. tired. I'm right. running on E. So my perspective was quite different because I welcomed it as that time of, of you know, respite for me to refresh myself. A lot of people felt um, rebellious. They felt um, that they, you know, were being told to do something they didn't want to do. And they spent their whole time rebelling and being upset about having to stay inside and miss that it was for their own safety um, and that there were other things they could do. Now, I had a girlfriend who was married, and she was home with her husband, and she called me one day in the middle of it all. She goes, I discovered something about my husband today. And I said, what? She said, I really like him. (laughs) (laughs) She said, this is the most time we've had to spend together. (laughs) I love it. I really like him. He's funny. He's fun. I mean, so it was it was really interesting that people really made that time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they made it by how they looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective is everything. And Michelle McKinney Hammond is teaching us a, a master class in that value. Uh, the book When Shift Happens is up at the thebottomlineshow.com. Say yes to your next. And we've got that link there. Uh, I highly recommend you take a look at this book. One of the principles that you talk about, we've been talking about, you know, the flexibility, you know, being nimble and open to new opportunities. And that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when a shift like this mm-hmm. happens, it also, you write about in the book, gives you the opportunity to consider the value of mistakes that you've made or maybe that you're making in that point right now. And sometimes those things can really weigh us down. Like I never should have done there and never should have gone there. Talk about how you were able to discover and now are sharing with us too, the value, the positive aspect of things you've done that maybe you shouldn't have done. Well, there's a great opportunity in every mistake and that is to learn a lesson. Um, It's only horrible if we refuse to learn the lesson. Um, And so when you start over, you're not starting over from ground zero. You're starting over from a place of experience and greater knowledge. That should impact how you approach your next, uh, because now you've got some tools to use. You know what not to do. You know um, who not to deal with. You know a lot more than you did before. And that's exciting. Now you're ready. You're ready for your next. And I think that when you, you understand it from that viewpoint, God uses it all. Come on now, people. Uh, If you know God, nothing falls through the cracks. It all works out to the good if you allow it to. You know, it's helpful to have that encouragement because we live in a kind of perfection-driven culture, don't we, where we expect everyone to be right and happy and looking Mm -hmm. perfect and acting, saying all the right things. And one false move could be the end of your ministry. It could be the end of your career. And you've learned in the flexibility and the different uh, ups and downs of your life and your ministry, Michelle McKinney-Hannum, you know all about that type of thing. Uh, Did you get to the point where when the shift Mm -hmm. happened that you said, okay, God, this is great. Thank you. I've learned everything I need to know about shifting. I really don't need any more lessons in this or, or, or are you looking forward to, are you looking forward to the next big shift, baby? I mean, what, what's the future hold for you in your ministry? Well, you know, I know that shifts happen. That, that, that's it. It's going to happen. I don't yeah. know how, I don't know when. 
I just hope that I'm older and wiser when they do and that I handle them better the next time and the next time and the next time. Because uh, one thing we can be sure of is not only are they inevitable, they're cyclical and they're seasonal. Um, I talk about the seasons of life in, in my book, you know, that some things have to die off to give room for something new to happen. And that's never pleasant for us because we're creatures of habit. We like clinging to the familiar and the known, even when we don't like it. And God mm-hmm. says, give me that. Open your hand. Let me take that. And we're like, but I know what it's like. So give me that. You know, open your hand. And we, we go through this until in his mercy, he just goes ahead and, and removes it. And then we kind of scream and our hair is on fire for a minute. And once he gets <laughs> us calmed down, he begins to show us a new way, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I take all of that into consideration that it continues to change. Um, and so the only thing I know good is that when change happens, there's something amazing on the other side of it, because that's God's track record in my life. And I hope it's the same in everyone else's. Well, this book is going to be a great encouragement to people who are going through transition, going through maybe a struggle, or maybe it's a good transition and you don't realize how much better it could actually be with the right perspective. Michelle McKinney Hammond has been my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Her book is called When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. We've got some practical tools here for navigating change, and there's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Michelle, we have a couple moments left in our time together. What's on the horizon for you? I mean, uh, did, did you keep the place in England? I mean, what, you're just kind of going back and forth between Illinois and Ghana these days? What, what's on the horizon for you ministry-wise in 2024? Well, you know, I just went back to London for the very first time since COVID um, really? to speak at a couple of churches, and um, I had an Airbnb, and what was so amazing, I just, you know, God, it just makes life so interesting and exciting. Um, at church, the guy that owned the Airbnb that I used comes up to me, and he goes, do you remember me? I said, how can I forget? He says, this I've been to church since COVID, and here you are. Isn't oh, that wow. amazing? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, God just, God just brings everything full circle when mm. we allow him to. And uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited. I just, did, um, I just did a portion of the faith guide uh, for the movie The Color Purple. Oh, nice. Uh, they're actually distributing a faith guide uh, for people who attend the movie to discuss the issues in the movie and discussion groups. And I was privileged to be able to uh, contribute, to to be a contributing writer for that. And uh, my music ministry has just released uh, new music on Apple and iTunes and all the streaming uh, platforms. It's called Rock for the Rock. Michelle McKinney Hammond Mm. is relevant. So, you know, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. Of course, I'm working on the next book because there's always a next, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you just keep saying yes to all of your nexts. And, uh, well, I think that's great. Uh, but, I'm uh, saying no. yes to it all. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Good for you. God for will you. not ask me, what did I do with my talents when he mm-hmm. sees me? Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he's going to say, oh, it's you. You know, but that's fine. That's good. You know, I mean, you said yes. yes to everything. Thank you. You know, right here. Here's the one who said yes to everything. And we'll all sit there and go, mutter, mutter, mutter. Michelle Hammond.com is where you find all that information about the books, about the singing, about the, the, the writing. When is Color Purple, is that a, a Christmas release uh, for the movie? It is a Christmas release and it looks okay. amazing. Yeah. 
yeah, it'd be very, very interesting to see uh, how well that does. It's tough to take a, a classic like that movie and improve upon it, but with the lineup they've got and the team behind it, and now knowing that you're a part of this all as well, I have no doubt that it's going to uh, really set people uh, in, a, in a positive direction with a very, very powerful and poignant story. Michelle McKinney-Hammond, the brand new book we've been talking about today is called When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Michelle, always great to get some time with you. Thank you so much for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you. Great conversation today here on The Bottom Line Show with author Michelle McKinney-Hammond as we are kicking off our Everyone Wednesday edition of the broadcast. See, first half hour, how many times do you listen to The Bottom Line Show right at 3 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Mountain for the whole 90-minute release? And you go, oh, Roger's going to talk a little bit, and then maybe we'll get into a giveaway. Well, hey, we came right out of the shoot today with Michelle McKinney-Hammond and the book When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. We have not one but two copies of this book that we're giving away today 800-227-5278-800-227-5278-800-227-5278 the number to get you through to the bottom line we also have a link up for that curriculum she was talking about the movie the color purple the remake of it the oprah winfrey production releases on christmas day and as often is the case, there are stories that are, you know, secular in nature, and uh, that, but they also have a faith component. And Michelle has written curriculum for creating faith lessons out of the uh, movie The Color Purple. That information is up at thebottomlineshow.com as well. Uh, Michelle McKinney-Hammond, so great to have her on the program. We'll take a quick break, and we'll talk about uh, why it is important to stay nimble and flexible, especially in today's world in which we live. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years. After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash wilsonfinancial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. My thanks again to author Michelle McKinney-Hammond for joining me today here on The Bottom Line. Dr. Hammond is the author of the book we were talking about earlier called When Shift happens say yes to your next we've got a link for the book up at the bottom line show.com and not one but two copies of the book to give away at 800 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line remember we also have a link there for the curriculum that michelle has written for the new movie release, The Color Purple, I've not seen it. I remember the original almost 40 years ago, and I don't necessarily peg this as a Christian film per se. But I know that I've been a part, years ago, probably 20 years ago, I was part of a team that was asked to put together a curriculum for the movie, The Polar Express, 
where there are certain ways in that great Christmas movie that if you re watch it a certain way or you know take some of the dialogue and imply the Christian meanings that are implied there, you can actually have some good, meaningful, faith-based conversations about that. So I trust someone like Michelle McKinney Hammond with this material, and I haven't seen it yet, but I've got the link up for you. You can take a look at it too. If you're thinking of going to see the movie The Color Purple, I believe it's going to be rated R. The original was pretty intense and had some scenes in there that were probably not for polite company, as they used to say. And since it's 40 years later, I'm sure this one is, goes even further in terms of push, pushing the boundaries. Having said that, I appreciate that Michelle is willing to step into that space and say, yes, as a woman of faith, uh, I, I will go ahead and I will pull, you know, glean that uh, that material, that that the spiritual meaning for Christians and put it together in you know curriculum and I think therein lies the rub oftentimes we see a lot of people in the culture right now who are looking at the world and saying the world is so terrible the world is so awful Jesus deliver us now get us out of here get us home and God said wait you know Jesus prayed in John 17 father I'm not asking you to take them out of the world I'm taking I ask you to protect them and guard them while they're in the world doing your will we are in the world but not of the world and because we are in but not of the world, we do have God's protection, but it does get kind of scary sometimes. When you see businesses being threatened, when you see people at risk of potentially losing their lives or livelihoods because of their Christian faith, I have two words of caution for you. Number one, get used to it. I think it's only going to get worse before the Lord returns, and that's okay as long as we know. But secondly, anticipate with joy. The fact that Jesus, we're celebrating his birth coming up this Monday, and then also we are anticipating his return. That is good news indeed, and that's the bottom line. We'll take a quick break, and here on this Everyone Wednesday, we're going to continue in just a moment with a return visit from Pastor Andrew Farley talking about 101 Bible questions that we need to ask and answer. That's a brand new resource, by the way, and we'll be giving away copies of that too here on this Everyone Wednesday here on The Bottom Line. Keep it right here. Stephanie Kovar understands that personal injury help is a uniquely Christian concept. Christians sometimes balk at using a personal injury attorney after an accident, but Paul said that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. When you've been injured, it's important that the responsible party makes your temple well again. And the idea of restitution for lost wages and medical care comes from Exodus 21 and 22, where God outlines the concept of consequences and restitution. That biblical concept says that a person liable for injuring another must replace what is lost as a matter of justice. Sometimes being made whole means being compensated, and Stephanie Cover will fight for your wholeness because it is the Christian thing to do. And she is refreshingly honest. So if she feels like she's not the right attorney or that there is no case, she'll be upfront with you about it. If you've been in an accident, find out at no cost if Stephanie can help you by going to kbrightradio.com slash C-O-V-E-R. Today here on The Bottom Line, a special rejoining of a meeting of the minds here with Pastor Andrew Farley, uh, who is a broadcaster, lead pastor of Grace Church, which is a non-denominational church in Dallas, Texas. He's also the founder of BibleQuestions.com, many books that he has written, and uh, we're going to be talking about his latest that uh, gets down to a lot of the basics about some of the things that we do talk about in church and some of the things we don't talk about church. Uh, the book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. You've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Pastor Andrew Farley, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Hey, thank you for having me. Great to be here. 
why don't we ask more questions in church? I mean, I, I come from a rather traditional background, and I know you're, you're a pastor, so you probably appreciate guys like me. I smile, nod, and don't really say anything, you know, in the worship service. So you can say whatever you want to, preach whatever you're going <laughs> to preach on, and then I'll just say, Pastor, that was a great message. Thank you very much. But not even in just the worship service, it seems like a lot of people are starting to wake up to the fact that we haven't really had it. It's kind of been a one-sided dialogue, a monologue even, from the yeah. pulpit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, first, I don't think we want to step on anybody's toes. We're scared to ask those questions at the Thanksgiving dinner table as well. We mm -hmm. don't want to rattle the cages or ruffle the feathers. And uh, then the pastor gives a, an electric sermon on Sunday morning. And the last thing you want to do is be the guy who sounds like uh, he doesn't get it or whatever. So I think we're timid. Uh, sometimes we're a little bit bashful, embarrassed to to ask these questions. And that's why I wrote this book, uh, 101 Bible Questions, because uh, we see nightly on our radio program that when people have a chance to really be invited to ask those questions, they will. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the biggest questions of all are, can I lose my salvation? And yep. what about, what about that final judgment? And uh, am I, am I okay? Or did I, did I mess this up? Uh, am I all washed up? Uh, you know, and then what about marriage and divorce as a believer? Where does all that stack up with God? So lots of important questions that we need solid answers to. And they're practical. I think a lot of times people will think, okay, well, I'm not going to ask that question because it might launch me into some big, deep theological treaties, you know, that I don't understand and I don't really get. And I was thinking about this uh, just this morning. I was uh, visiting my cardiologist and he was asking me a series of questions. And I thought I'd open heart surgery five and a half years ago. And six years ago, this month is when I found out I needed it. And I talk now about things that happen in my heart that I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't fully get it, but at least I can explain it to somebody who does. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we come in thinking, okay, if I ask this question about the security of my salvation and I get some super heavy seminary answer as opposed to a quick you know, Sunday school answer, uh, what am I going to do with that? I don't know. Is there kind of, is it a bridging of the gap, Pastor Andrew Farley? I mean, that, that kind of keeps us sitting on our hands and keeping our mouths shut when it comes to asking these questions. Well, yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I'm an advocate of if you if you can't explain this in simple terms, then you probably don't understand it yourself. Right. Uh, right. You know, I mean, I have a PhD in linguistics. I was a professor at Notre Dame and Texas Tech, and I can tell you that academia and even seminaries. Uh, we can all make a career out of making things sound more complicated than they really are. So <laughs> when somebody that is uh, hurting, they're, they're looking for answers, we need to be able to say, yes, you're safe and secure. Jesus says he'll never let you go. Uh, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Nobody can snatch you out of his hand. And look, even if you're faithless, uh, he still remains faithful to you Amen. and there's no condemnation for you. So, you know, if we if we speak from the Bible and we keep it simple and focused on Christ, then people are going to get it. Pastor Andrew Farley is my guest today here on The Bottom Line, and the brand new book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. As you were organizing your thoughts here, Andrew, and talk about the, 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 you've got the topics and you kind of rattled them off in terms of our salvation, the security thereof, this, that, and the other thing. A lot of times people will look at certain things or you'll hear people in the media talking about what forgiveness really is, what love really is, what identity really is, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, help us to understand 
that there are there's the question, but then there's the underlying question <laughs> underneath, or the underlying questions, I should say. How did you just kind of determine to you know stay on the surface or go a little deeper with some of these issues? Yeah, well, we actually did both. So every every chapter starts with a a real basic uh, four or five sentence answer. So if you want a quick answer, you know, in two minutes or less, there you have it. And then mm -hmm. if you want to dive deeper, then as you go down through the rest of the page and into the rest of the chapter, you can dive deeper with scripture references. And there's even uh, discussion questions. If you think one of these topics would be fun for your friends to talk about in Bible study or home church or whatever, every chapter has a series of discussion questions as well. So, uh, you know, I've been doing radio for a couple of decades now, and you get a feel for when you've got a couple thousand questions a year coming in, you get a feel for the pattern and which ones are the most important to people. Mm -hmm. So I, I really used that backdrop, that experience with uh, people who are hurting and looking for answers and needing counsel. Uh, that's really what guided me with 101 Bible questions. I think it's a it's a wonderful guide. And, and the fact that uh, Pastor Andrew Farley, uh, who has an academic career and threw it all the way to become a broadcaster, that's what my parents would say anyway. I mean, they'd say, why aren't you still in Notre Dame? You know, it's such a yeah, fine, yeah. fine, upstanding career. Why do you want to be in broadcasting? But the pastoring too. But you get that immediate heat. You know, you get the chance to talk to people and, and hear from them and and find out what they're, where they really are. And it's got to be a challenge for you as a pastor, Dr. Andrew Farley, to, to hear people asking some of these questions. Have they gotten, I, I don't know how to say this without stepping on someone's toes. I'll just go ahead and say it anyway. Have you noticed that the depth of the questions or the breadth of the questions in terms of topics has gotten a bit shallower over the past few years as finding things that should be, that would have been rudimentary a decade ago are now kind of like, why are you even asking me that question? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have to say that with social media and short clips and the tolerance, you know, our attention deficit yep. issues, uh, you know, if, if you can't give it to me in 30 seconds or less, then I'm going to scroll past it uh, yep. on my Instagram or whatever. So that's kind of been our culture the last decade. Uh, and I think it really has kind of uh, limited a lot of believers understanding of the gospel. Uh, you know, I, I love our radio program because the topic changes about every six or seven minutes when you get a new mm -hmm. call. And I, I love the fact that this book, I mean, 101 Bible Questions, the topic changes every page and a half. So uh, you really are getting those bite-sized bits that you need. But what happens is by the time you get to the end of the book, now you've really built something, a, mm -hmm. firm, a firm foundation bit by bit by bit until you reach the last page. And now you know who you are in Christ. You know what kind of forgiveness you have. You know what the final judgment's going to be like. And you know all about the gospel in a way you didn't before. Mm, boy, that's great counsel from Pastor Andrew Farley today here on The Bottom Line. 101 Bible questions and the surprising answers you may not hear in church. The book has just been released, and we've got a link for it up at thebottomlineshow.com. What's the biggest misconception, Andrew, that you're hearing from people about their relationship with God. I'll use this as a preamble. I was watching a pastor online during the pandemic. We kind of shopped around a little bit. So now there's other people that I kind of dial into, especially in, including our, uh, along with our local pastor. And he was describing his relationship with God, like, you know, you're on one side of the table and God's on the other side and the Holy Spirit kind of brings you together. And as long as you're good with him, you can ask him whatever you want. And I thought, 
That's kind of strange. Um, it, it just it just seemed weird. But are you hearing as we see George Barnard's numbers indicating more and more people really don't know as much about God and their relationship with him as they probably should? What kinds of questions are you getting? Yeah, so I think with the megachurch culture that we've cultivated over the last three decades or so, uh, the emphasis has been on attracting masses of people. And as a result, you know, you got the the pastor doing a wheelie on his Harley down the center <laughs> right. aisle. Yeah. You got uh, horses on stage and smoke rolling out and everybody. Oh, we there. had we had Woody and uh, whoever was uh, from uh, Toy Story at one of the yeah. big churches here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so everybody leaves entertained. But the question is, you know, an hour later when they're uh, at home, having heard that sermon, do they really walk away with anything that's uh, substantive? that they can take away into their relationship with Christ. And unfortunately, there's a lot of lingo too. I'll just be candid mm, with you. I mm -hmm. mean, a lot of Bible belt lingo, a lot of stuff that's in the Bible belt that's not in the Bible. And, uh, so <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. You end up, uh, you know, thinking, well, gosh, uh, I fell out of God's will, which is not, you know, I mean, you're in Christ 24-7. I fell right. out of his will. I got to get back in there somehow. Mm. And, I fell out of fellowship with him. He's not going to relate to me anymore. I got to somehow get back in fellowship. And, mm. you know, uh, then some folks are believing they lost their salvation and get it back every week or two. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, then you've got the, everybody distracted by uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, every week somebody goes up and tries to get a demon cast away. And then you see them two weeks later at the same uh, mm. front of the front of the church all over again. So, there's a lot of distractions. I mean, you know, in the book, we talk about the health wealth distraction. We talk about uh, all kinds of false beliefs and false teachings that are out there. So we're going to leave no stone unturned uh, as we seek to highlight the truth that really does set us free. Pastor Andrew Farley has a book that if you've got a question about what your faith is like, or maybe one of those lingering doubts that you'd like to get answered, this book is going to provide a lot of uh, foundational uh, help for you. The book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of my conversation with pastor and author Andrew Farley coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Dr. Andrew Farley, pastor and author, is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. His brand new book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Uh, pastor Andrew Farley is the uh, lead pastor at the Grace Church in Dallas, Texas, which he tries to keep that balance of growing but not becoming the quote-unquote megachurch we were talking about on the other <laughs> side, right? I mean, I think it's not, megachurch isn't necessarily a definition anymore. It almost seems more like an attitude. Is yeah, that... it's like a culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and then in addition to that, when he's not on the radio and not lead pastor at the Grace Church, um, he has been the founder of BibleQuestions.com. And we were talking during the break, Andrew, about the fact that that website, I mean, internationally is just, well, I, I think the kids would say, yeah, these days, talk about yeah. what's happening there at BibleQuestions.com. Yeah, so you can go to BibleQuestions.com and ask any question you want about the Old Testament, about the New Testament. Maybe you've got a a personal struggle going on in your life right now. You're wondering what God thinks about marriage, divorce, remarriage, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps uh, what about issues of gender, homosexuality, anything that you're wondering about, uh, you know, the unforgivable sin, is there one and can Christians commit it? And, uh, you know, what about suicide? And I mean, there's lots of things that we want to ask 
And that's why we created BibleQuestions.com. People are from all over the world going there to get their answer in 10 seconds or less. Hmm. You You can ask anything you want. You can phrase it in three words or three sentences. It doesn't matter. Uh, you'll get your answer in 10 seconds or less Incredible. at BibleQuestions.com. Bible okay, Andrew Farley's uh, g- giving it the recommendation. Of course, you put that thing together and uh, aggregating and curating all of that. Of course, I would imagine that because the, the the truths of Scripture are eternal, then in terms of helping, it's really just a matter of curating and helping people find their way to the right answers because the answers are there. And that's, But a lot of people don't understand that. They don't realize that. And I'm grateful for the, the new hard, uh, well, bound book called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. There's a link for those onlineshow.com, the book that has all those answers. Um, we were talking before the break about how many people don't understand their relationship with God. And so they're coming to you and, and others like you for, for answers about that. What do you make of this whole confusion issue when it comes to sex and gender and sexual attraction and gender dysphoria and things of that nature as it pertains to scripture? Because there are some really good, honoring hearted, well-intentioned people who are tr- crazy to twist and stretch scripture to fit that narrative and it just doesn't work how do we lovingly come alongside somebody pastor andrew farley who's dealing with an issue about questions about marriage or sex or gender that they don't think the bible really addresses yeah well i think first of all we got to realize that everybody wants to belong they want to belong to a community and they want to have an identity and so a lot of what we're seeing today I believe is the search for identity and the search for community. Hmm. So when you have that void in your life, you start shopping, you go hunting, you go looking for something to call your own. And, you know, you've got uh, groups that are actively recruiting uh, young people to say, hey, this is the place where you can find identity and community. Uh, And it's very natural, I think, for a person who's still in Adam and not yet in Christ to mm. say, you know what, I, I need an identity and I'm going to build one around my body or I'm going to build an identity around my sexuality uh, or I'm going to build an identity around what I think are my preferences. Uh, and so that uh, enables them to have a form of identity or community. And of course, we know what the real answer to that is, that there's something deeper than a physical role or identity. There's something deeper than even hanging out with other people and having community. And that is that our designer, our architect, our God has created us to find identity in him. And so really, you know, I mean, Romans talks about 50 flavors of flesh, 50 Mm. different flavors of sin. We don't need to be pointing our finger at one flavor uh, because the whole point is we were all guilty and all condemned. Uh, So we're all on a level playing field, and then we get to say, so what's the answer for all of us? And that's where we can share Jesus in a loving way. Mm, Boy, that is great counsel from pastor and author Andrew Farley today here on The Bottom Line. The brand new book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. We have a link for that book up at thebottomlineshow.com for those who are listening and also watching us on myhopenow.com, our video uh, portal, as it were. Uh, there are a lot of people, Andrew Farley, who are looking at life in Christ and they're saying, okay, I'm, 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 I've had enough. I'm going to be an ex-evangelical. I'm going to de- you know, transition away from this. Yeah. And a lot of it is, I think, a lack of understanding of God, but also 
it, it almost seems like, well, okay, the rules of, you know, God's judgment and that type of stuff, they only apply to people who are trying to play by that game. So if I step away from the game, then I'm not going to be punished like that. Talk about, you've got a whole section on fear and judgment and reward and and how many people really don't get that. Can you help ex yeah, explain yeah. that? I mean, I mean, my take is, look at the idea of stepping away. First of all, wherever you step, Christ steps with you. If you right. really are in union with him, if you have that vine branches relationship uh, that he spoke of, if you've already received him and become one with him, then wherever you go, there he is. Yeah. Uh, so you can try to step away. But as David said, where can I go from your spirit? <laughs> True. Uh, now, now, the other thing I would say is look what you think you're stepping away from uh, versus the real thing, because I get it. Look, if, if you've been beat over the head with a Bible, if you've been told it's a rule-based, rule-keeping system, a sin management program, if you've been guilted and manipulated and feel like, you know, mom and dad's version of religion or whatever isn't your thing, I get that. I mean, who wants to be annoyed and even condemned by that sort of thing? But Amen. that's not the real thing. I mean, you know, Jesus describes the real thing and he says it's easy and light and you will find rest for your soul. Mm -hmm. So I got to believe that's real and I know it's real. And so I think that, um, you know, a lot of times people are running from a, a fabricated version of Christianity and what they don't realize is that the real Jesus and the real thing will never disappoint. Yeah, I heard uh, one uh, pastor describe it this way. He refers to it as what he calls the evangelical industrial complex, where you know that we've got the church and this is the way it operates, and this is and with the, like you mentioned the lights and the lasers and all the different programs and everything. But it's really difficult to have a relationship with God amidst all the smoke and <laughs> mirrors and everything that's going on there. And so to get to that point where you just explained it so clearly, what a real relationship with God is like, and the fact that. If you have that true connection, uh, God will never leave you nor forsake you, and that means you can't leave him either. I mean, that's the the beautiful thing about that. Uh, pastor and author Andrew Farley, brand new book is called 101 Bible Questions, and the surprising answers you may not hear in church. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Andrew, we have 60 seconds left in our conversation. I know that there are some people who will play the what about game and try to you know look at these questions and say, well, but what about this and what about that? Uh, talk about how you are hoping and praying that people will utilize this resource, how it'll touch their lives. Yeah, well, I, I hope it sparks all kinds of questions. I mean, I love that people will want to follow up and say, but what about? And they can do that at BibleQuestions.com. Uh, you know, that's you why go. we created that amazing tool for them to just uh, take 10 seconds and say, but what about uh, this verse or that verse? Or, but what I heard in church, this or that. Mm -hmm. So, that's uh, healthy. I think it's a healthy process. And uh, so you're going to find all the scripture you need and all the answers you need in 10 seconds or less at BibleQuestions.com. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about the release of this book because I think ultimately it's really going to encourage people who aren't so sure whether God is good or God is good toward them or how can God be good in a world that hurts so much. Uh, so we've got some deep and meaningful questions answered in this book. Well, it's a powerful resource, and we highly recommend it here at TheBottomLineShow.com. Pastor Andrew Farley, the book is called 101 Bible Questions, and the surprising answers you may not hear in church. We've got a link for the book up at TheBottomLineShow.com. We'll also link BibleQuestions.com up there as well. Andrew Farley, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Hey, thank you for having me. 
Well, it's always great to have Andrew Farley with us, as I mentioned, and it's wonderful to have this new resource to talk about. Uh, might be a last-minute stocking stuffer, but, you know, it's interesting to think about the questions that people are asking in church and the answers that you might not hear in church. Andrew's new book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. It's a very, very popular resource because of what's happening in the culture and a lot of people are asking why is the church either in this debate or not in this debate there's a link for the book up at the bottomlineshow.com and it's everyone wednesday we have not one not two but three copies of this book that we're giving away today 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line again andrew farley pastor and radio host best-selling author of the book, The Grace Message. Um, he's also the creator of the great website, BibleQuestions.com. And his book, 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. Not one, not two, but three copies of this book we're giving away today here on Everyone Wednesday. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, uh, some final thoughts about these 101 Bible questions and why we should be ready to answer them, even if we don't get the answer completely right. I'll talk about that coming up next as the bottom line continues. Hey, we're coming up on the end of the year. There's just a few days left for you to get in on this special matching gift that Preborn has available for listeners of the bottom line. And I'm so excited to thank some of our bottom line show listeners who have given locally here in the Southern California area and also people all throughout the network who have made donations as well. Thank you, Barry, for your $150 donation. Barry's in Whittier, my hometown, Tamara's hometown too. Thank you for that $150 donation. Because of your generosity, that $150 now with the matching gift is worth $300. And we appreciate you ringing us up there at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229-BABY. Or by going online, you can make your best year-end tax-deductible donation to Preborn when you go to kbrightradio.com, look for the Preborn banner and follow the prompts if it's easy go to rogermarsh.com and we've got the banner there as well remember there's a special double matching gift in place now through december 31st your 150 dollars donation like barry made becomes a 300 dollars donation and i can't tell you how important those donations are every dollar goes to helping to provide ultrasound technology for women who are deciding what they are going to do with their pregnancies go online to kbrightradio.com today and click the preborn banner right now my thanks again to pastor and author Andrew Farley today here on The Bottom Line. BibleQuestions.com is the website, and the book is called 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You May Not Hear in Church. There's a link for the book up at TheBottomLineShow.com, and since it's Everyone Wednesday here. In addition to the two copies of the book, Shift Happens by Michelle McKinney-Hammond that we're giving away this hour, we also have not one, not two, but three copies of Andrew Farley's book on 101 Bible Questions as well. Would you like to get in on the winning? You've got five excellent chances this hour alone. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Years ago, I remember having a conversation with a young person who had decided that they were done with church. They had uh, been in our youth group at our church, at Lutheran Church of the Cross, years before. And now here we're early 30s and they just weren't feeling it. It just wasn't working for them at all. And uh, for what, for some reason, inexplicable to me, it was a weeknight. I don't remember if it was a, uh, a Holy Week service or whatever, but here was this young woman. 
And I said, Laura, wow, it's good to see you. How you doing? You know, and she's there, got a pierced tongue and got some craziness going on. And her, interestingly enough, her parents were very, very involved in the church, even still. And so I asked the question, you know, well, what happened? You know, where'd you go? What What's going on in your life? And she said, oh, I'm cool. I'm chill. I'm kind of hanging around. And then she said something to me I'll never forget. She said, I tried the church, but it didn't work for me. And I said, well, you know, I hear that a lot. Uh, what didn't work for you? And then she started listing off a whole, rattling off a whole list of questions that she had for the church. And I said, well, what kind of answers did you get? Because by then I wasn't doing anything with the youth ministry or whatever. And she said, the answers were basically, you need to figure that out on your own. And once you do, then you can come back to church. And I thought to myself, wow, that's not the right answer. You know, the answer I think that we're looking for is how many times do you question God? Does God change? Of course he doesn't change. But how many times do you question him and how many times have you questioned him and can you keep questioning him? And the answer, of course, is you can keep questioning him. But at some point, God will make the answer plain. However, I think what we're seeing in the church right now is there are a lot of people who grew up in the church and the church was very black and white. The church is right, you're wrong. If you don't like it, then you get to find another way. There are some people who kind of have that attitude in the Roman Catholic Church. You know, the church is greater than everything else and it's God in the church. And if you're not in the church, then you're out. And I wonder how many more people might be led to faith if they came up with a question like, is it okay to be gay and a Christian? And didn't get shot down immediately like, oh, well, no, out. But rather came back with a, that's a really good question. What do you think? And let's take a look at what scripture says and let's have a conversation about it because it's way easier to deal with someone. What does the scripture tell us about a gentle word turning away wrath? If someone comes up looking for a fight, they may not want an answer to that question. They just want to fight with you. But a gentle word spoken in love will take that wrath away. And I think that's advice that we can all live by. Hey, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, Stephanie Cover is going to join me. We're going to talk about uh, just Christmas and the holiday season and some of the potential pitfalls that we in the body of Christ run into when we're potentially putting ourselves at risk for a personal injury case. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Roger Marsh here. Everyone Wednesday, our next to last. So this is the penultimate uh, one for the year. I would never forget that moment sitting in Evelyn Gibson's office at Ambassador Advertising when she was going through a thing where she was trying to learn uh, she was our supervisor in the production department, and she was going through a season where she was trying to learn new words and new meanings. And th the word for the day that day was penultimate. She said, I always thought it meant like second place, like something is the ultimate and then the penultimate's right behind it. I didn't realize it just meant next to the end. I mean, if, if tomorrow's the last day, today's the penultimate day. And so uh, this is our penultimate Everyone Wednesday. Next Wednesday will be the final Everyone Wednesday for 2023. And then, of course, we got a whole new slew of uh, Everyone Wednesdays for 2024 coming your way as well. So thanks to Michelle McKinney-Hammond for joining me in the first half hour of the program to talk about and give away two copies of her book, Shift Happens. And then Pastor Andrew Farley with his Bible book, 101 Bible Questions and the Surprising Answers You Might Not Hear in Church. Um, that book is up at thebottomlineshow.com as well. Not one, not two, but three copies of that book we're giving away. So there's lots of free stuff to give away. And also, check out Andrew's website, BibleQuestions.com. Um, that's the site that kind of got the ball rolling for him with a broadcast and a podcast. And it's amazing how just having a dialogue, having a conversation will get people you know, engaged in this whole process. 
Um, Stephanie Cover is going to join me here in a couple moments. And, uh, it's kind of our uh, year-end tradition right before Christmas for Stephanie to come on and offer a blessing for our Bottom Line Show listeners and, and talk about uh, you know just how things have been going the past year with uh, the ministry that she has. And you know, it's interesting when I think about Stephanie, I, 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 one of the things I appreciate about Stephanie and her husband, Jim Cover, they're both attorneys. Uh, Jim is a pastor as well. And the thing I appreciate about them is the fact that they have muddied into the murky water of criminal law and still maintain the integrity that they have as Christians. And one of the things that is so appealing about that to me is the fact that they have reputations for being firm and yet fair. They really are seeking justice and holiness and righteousness, but not in a ruthless manner. And I wonder how many of us in the body of Christ would do well to follow that example. Kind of piggybacking on what Andrew Farley and I were talking about in the last half hour of the program and the discussion about uh, the questions that are asked and the types of answers that you don't typically get at church. And I, I couldn't help but wonder how many times God has presented to us a golden opportunity to shed biblical light and truth on a subject and instead, we whiff because we're so focused on, well, what they said isn't right, and I have to be right. I'll give you a little bit of a pass on that. I, I've done that, too. When you have the, you, know, you, you pray, like I, I did not too long ago, I took a trip. Uh, the little uh, California-Texas shuffle that we do from time to time here at the Marsh household. And um, I was at the airport, and I was talking with a young man from Azerbaijan who was at the uh, the Bush International Airport in Houston. He was flying home for the holidays. And so I asked, you know, I said, oh, are you going home for Christmas? And he goes, well, actually, it's a majority Muslim country. He was very gracious. And then said, so I'm, uh, I'm actually going home. He goes, well, we put up a tree and we put up lights and decoration, but we have a big New Year's celebration. You do that, right? I said, yeah, absolutely. And we were looking for common ground and had a nice conversation. And then it was time for us to go our respective ways. And I remember thinking, you had a golden opportunity to share the good news of the gospel with this guy. and You were not explicit enough, you know, and it was not a shame on you type of moment. But one thing I did appreciate about the dialogue, though, was that the Holy Spirit was there in the sense that it was very peaceful. It was very gracious. It was very calm because we were both looking for common ground. And we, of all people in the body of Christ, should be those people who are looking for that kind of common ground knowing full well, of course, that there are people who are hostile to our faith. That's going to happen. That's just, it, it's, it's a reality and it's going to happen. So rather than complain about the, what's the uh, Patty Garibay from American Heritage Girls, that's the slogan that she uses. She said, why curse the darkness when you can light a candle? I think that's a golden opportunity for us to, to do so. And I was very mindful of the words of Stephanie back five and a half years ago I was three months removed from open heart surgery. I was driving my old Toyota Camry, which I had purchased a couple of years prior with my truck crew, kind of took a dump on me. And I just finished paying it off a couple months prior. I was happy to be driving a car that had some equity in it. And I was transferring from one of our church campuses at Lutheran Church of the Cross to the next. I had preached at the nine o'clock service. I was now gonna get in my car, drive over to the other campus. Their service started at 9.45, and I would have plenty of time to walk in, preach, and then get back in time for the 11 o'clock service. And as I was driving, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the area, I turned left off of El Toro Road onto Moulton Parkway. And Moulton Parkway is a really major thoroughfare in Orange County. It takes you all the way down into Dana Point Harbor, where it becomes Golden Lantern Road, I believe. You know, different cities, different names. 
and then coming back up it uh, it becomes Irvine Center Drive for a while and then it becomes Edinger Avenue into Santa Ana anyway I'm on I'm Moulton heading down in the beach direction and I go past a there's a cluster of churches two on each side and coming out of the parking lot at the Calvary Chapel there uh, was a guy driving a Volkswagen Passat that was one of his favorite vehicles and he came crashing into my car and we pulled off to the side of the road and we exchanged we both had Geico insurance and you know we we just had a nice conversation just so happened there were a couple of cops at the uh, coffee bean across the way they came over and did the police report everything was fine but the thing that I I, when I was sharing that story with Stephanie she she said well you don't need me I mean everything's great everything looks good you really don't need me in this case I, I I couldn't help but wonder though when I when I explained what happened she said wow you found an honest Christian I said, what do you mean? She said, well, a lot of people will profess faith in Christ and then you get into an accident and the tempers start flaring and punches start flying and accusations are going everywhere and one side's trying to attack the other in court and even with people who profess faith in Christ. But it's amazing how that gentle word will turn away any kind of wrath. And it's my prayer for each of us as we move forward in this season that even if you do wind up in a personal injury scuffle, as it were, that it would be... Uh, the kind of situation where you can um, actually uh, just have a moment to not only experience the way of the Lord, but also to share Christ with somebody who may be really going through it this holiday season. You know, not everyone has got the, uh, uh, the faith that we have, and not everybody has the capacity to process life's challenges like that. So I want to encourage you to, uh, to, to do so. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Stephanie's uh, here in studio with me. We're going to open up her microphone on the other side of this break. I want to remind you first, though, um, if you do not have her name and number in your contacts, all I can ask is why, why, why? Uh, 877-214-4935. Stephanie with an F, cover as in cover. And you've got to make sure that you've got that there because you want to keep the peace at a personal injury accident site. The best way to do it is to make sure that you know easily how to contact your legal representation. Stephanie Cover of Cover Law joins me next as the bottom line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years. After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account, Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Well, a special guest joining me in studio today here on The Bottom Line, Stephanie Cover, personal injury attorney extraordinaire, the only personal injury attorney I'll ever recommend. We have been partnering here on The Bottom Line Show now for many years. It seems like we've always been working together. <laughs> Five years, six years? Yeah, it's been like. a while. It has. Well, Stephanie, welcome back to The Bottom Line Thank Show. Thank you. Stephanie with an F, Cover is a cover, 877-214-4935. Stephanie and Jim Cover, the dynamic duo of contract and personal injury law. And uh, Stephanie with us today to talk about that. You know, we're at Christmas time, it's the holiday season, the weather changes on a dime, 
And, of course, our hearts are toward the manger, but at the same time, our minds have to also be on the roadways because people are going over the river and through the woods. We don't want them to get hit on the way. Uh, What are your reflections right now? Uh, Just We're wrapping up 2023 and getting ready to celebrate the Lord's birth. Well, Christmas is my favorite season. Is it? Yeah, I mean, Easter has a you know has great memories but christmas time i love putting up the tree we have lights did you put your tree up before thanksgiving um no because we were out of town oh, okay 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 <laughs> we did for the first the time after. ever we did it the week before and it made thanksgiving so much easier and lisa's like this is great we really got to celebrate christmas because yes. usually you put it up and then a half an hour later you're taking <laughs> it down so but it, it's nice the decor is fun isn't it yes um you know, a little bit overeating, yeah. <laughs> baking, sure. friends coming over, mm-hmm. you know, my boys coming home mm-hmm. and with their friends. And it just feels like an extension of family. Mm-hmm. And everybody's in a great mood. Everybody has missed each other and truly care for each other. So it's really a nice heartwarming time of the year. And sometimes when you're out in the crazy world and you hear all these nonsense and stuff it's just very nice to think the traditional family unit mm-hmm. and the friendship mm-hmm. are, which are gifts from the lord amen are um just things that are truly things that are that we should treasure amen amen and that's wonderful and especially if we talk about family uh not to get too deep in your personal life stephanie but i know this is kind of a transitional year for the cover yes. family because this is the last year of celebrating christmas as the original family, because you've got a you got a wedding coming up next month yes. for one of your sons. Yes. How exciting is that? Very exciting. Um, we're very much involved in the planning, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of my family live in the Midwest, so I don't see them very often. So they're going to all fly out. Nice. So I'm going to have them over for a family dinner the uh-huh. day after, oh, and wow. just hang out at the house. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and I'll probably see them all weekend. I'll probably come to our house. So it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of good memories. I'm really looking forward to it. And then you'll start your own Uber and get them out back to the airport. So I'm glad you came. It was so good to see you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So my mom would say, here's your hat. What's your hurry? Um, that, it's it's a great time, and I'm, I'm so happy for you guys. Congratulations you. to you and Jim. You know, it's a, every the, the parents of the bride always get all sorts of pats on the back, but it's nice to, you know, give the— accolade here to the parents of the groom that's that's wonderful yeah thank you um my son jacob really loves the lord yes and his um wife to be does too amen so that that is what makes us have joy in our heart mm-hmm. that he found someone who um it loves him loves the lord um and is just a good fellowship and friend with him and life partner that's right that's through funny. eternity yes yes and that is wonderful and well how long have you you and jim been married uh over 30 years i was gonna say i don't think i've ever asked you that i mean because <laughs> i'm sure for you it's some days it feels like it's been you know three and some days it feels like it's been 50 so i i can totally understand this time of year because people are a little more nostalgic you know maybe we're we're focusing more on certain things and less on other things too i would imagine this is a time of year whether or just emotionally or whatever when accidents are more likely to happen people might be uh, trying to get up on the ladder a little too high and hang up some christmas decorations yeah. and you know whatever that I, w- I would imagine that for you in your office this is kind of a busy time of year too with people 
coming out of the woodwork with accidents they don't usually have. Yeah, and, and the fog starts coming out. Right. And um, people aren't used to driving in the fog. So you just have to be a little extra careful. Um, a lot of times, you know, during that this time of year, there's sometimes a lot of uh, people who go caroling. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you're clear for pedestrians That's and things point. of that nature. Good point. Um, yeah, it, everybody seems to be home and active. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be a little bit more cautious and, and, and just slow down a little bit. We're always in a rush. We're always trying to get things done, multitasking, thinking about what's the ne- next thing we have on our list. But Christmas is a time to slow down and just kind of focus on being with the Lord, thanking him for his birth. Amen. Um, because he's the one that um, took the scroll that will allow us to go to heaven yes. and to um, not only see him but re- be re reunited with our family and friends who are there. I love it. That's such a wonderful thought. Stephanie Cover with me today here on The Bottom Line, the only personal injury attorney <laughs> I'll ever recommend. 877-214-4935. And we're talking about Christmas. I mean, just yes. reflecting on the reason for the season. And and this is, I think, one of the reasons why, Stephanie, I, or our listeners really love working with you, because <laughs> personal injury cases can be tough. And we've talked about, you know, the fact that uh, uh, when it comes to working with insurance companies or other attorneys or even sometimes the other person who's involved, whether it's you fell on somebody's property and they don't want to, you know, own up to what happened to you or it's a car crash or something like that. There is kind of an adversarial nature to your line of work. Yes. And so you really, truly are in the biblical sense, the advocate for someone in that. Talk about, that gives you great joy. I mean, that's a ministry for you. Yeah, no, I, I truly enjoy that. Um, You know, like I teach my sons truth. The -hmm. Lord is truth. You always say the truth and the Lord will take care of you. Yeah. You know, so I feel like when I do that for my clients, I get that same extension of the Lord's grace and blessings. Mm -hmm. So I love talking about who my clients are and what happened to them. And, you know, I always have them talk to me about what they went through because, you know, their life changed for, you know, from point A to point B. And those factors are also extremely important to have an understanding of what people go through. They may need someone to babysit their children if they go to a doctor. They may have missed a couple hours from work. I mean you know, may have not had a vehicle right away. There's just a lot of things that are inconvenient. And what it looks at is basically the change in your life that the accident created mm-hmm. till you get back to where you were before. Right, and that's the key. We talk about restitution a lot. Yes. This is not, uh, Stephanie's not an ambulance chaser. <laughs> She's not looking to jump into court. And as a matter of fact, you were, we were talking uh, not too long ago about the fact that a lot of people are reluctant to contact a personal injury attorney when they do get injured because they think all of a sudden it's a lawsuit and we're going to court. And the no. time frame for when you actually would go to court is pretty long. I mean, there's you've got a big window to settle this thing before going to court. Talk about that, if you would. Um, the statute of limitations in California for a personal injury is two years and mm. property damage is three years. Wow. So, but you want to get... You don't want to wait on your claim because when you wait, that benefits the insurance company, not you. Right. Um, But it gives me time to interact with the person and and get a a, a 
business relationship with the uh, opponent, whoever it is, whether it's an insurance company um, and the representative, and you, you try to work together with them. Yes. And you try to get a, a resolution for them. When people wait and you get close to the court date, mm-hmm. then it gets harder because many times people don't realize that they haven't done things that needed to be done. Mm. And things things are just work out so much easier and you, you avoid court so much more when you just handle it in the very beginning, when right. you're not feeling well. Right, because that's when it's fresh. You know, yes. and I know that sometimes... Uh, I've talked to people who they've been along the journey of healing and recovery, mm-hmm. and I'll ask, "How's your case going?" They're like, "Oh gosh, I, I really need to talk to my attorney because I you don't think about it. Your first thought is, I'm in pain, right. and I don't want to be in pain, or my right. car doesn't work." And I, once those things get straightened out, sometimes your tendency then is to say, "Okay, I guess we're done," not realizing, "Hey, wait, there's more to it than that." I mean, when yeah. you're talking about the claim, of course, you're talking about the repair of the car or the broken bone or whatever that you're dealing with, but there's also um, damages. There's uh, the life changes. Yeah, life changes. Yeah, and and so you can't really quantify that, but you do an excellent job of this. And this is something that I really commend to our listeners. If you're thinking about, well, I know how to figure this out on my own. I'll just get a little advice from Stephanie, and I'll go in. Don't do that because I've not talked to anybody. You 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 had a, a saying early on when we started working together saying, you've never seen an insurance company overpay a claim? That's true. <laughs> I have yet to hear of somebody who's worked with Stephanie Cover who came away and said, wow, that was less than I thought I was going to get in the case. <laughs> Almost everybody will be like, really? I mean, and I, I speak from experience with my son-in-law in his case where his car was totaled, and the initial settlement from the insurance company was so, re- I mean, it was embarrassingly low you put some paperwork in together and they're like, wow, we had no idea. And I said, that's why you call Stephanie <laughs> because you didn't have any idea. Well, we all have our gifts. Mm-hmm. The Lord gives us each assignments. Yes. And our assignments are our gifts and what he has for us. Yes. And for some reason, there's an eternal purpose for that. Mm-hmm. So mine is this line of work. Some people may be a chef. Mm-hmm. Some people may be a florist. You know, some people may be an Uber driver. You just don't know. Whatever whatever your gift is, mm-hmm. you use it onto the Lord. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Stephanie. I, that's, I've been singing that song for a while, and I kind of <laughs> feel a spiritual connection here. We have strengths, weaknesses, and liabilities, and then there are talents and gifts, and too often we mistake one for the other. Yes. And the talent is we, lots of us have different talents that we can all use you know, together, whether it's cooking or whatever. But then there's that gifted area where all of a sudden you think, okay, when it comes to that, this is who I need to talk to. Recognizing your gift, using that gift for the further into the kingdom. And Stephanie's gift is personal injury law. I mean, because I'm sure that's there are days when you say, Lord, couldn't you find another gift for me? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but I totally get that. But I'm so glad that this is your gift and that you exercise that gift well. Um, Thank you. We've got about a minute left in our time together. Time for your, your annual Christmas greeting and blessing for the bottom line show listeners from Stephanie Cover of Cover Law. I just want to thank everybody who's called me, whether um, it's just to discuss a claim or discuss something where they needed a little bit of direction. It may not even be in the area of personal injury, but I may know somebody in that different area of law where I can direct them. And I just thank everybody for their confidence in me. it's very nice to hear people bless me and, and pray for me, actually, yes, while I'm working yes. on cases. So I just I just thank the Lord for you each and every day, and you're a wonderful part of my life, 
And I just thank you very much, and I give you a heart full of blessing. Mm. Well, we, we, we return that blessing, and we are so <laughs> grateful for you and the ministry that you have. And, of course, we know that uh, Jim's working along with yes. you, too. And any good husband and wife <laughs> partnership, whether it's your—he has his own area of expertise with ministry and law. But uh, Stephanie Cover Cover Law, thank you for, for being a blessing for our listeners oh, this you. year and every year. And thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you, too, Stephanie, from all of us here at The Bottom Line Show, and Happy New Year. We'll uh, catch up with you uh, on or about Jacob's wedding day. So 877-214-4935 is the number to call to reach Stephanie Cover at Cover Law. You can get the ball rolling a lot easier. I mean, the phone call is always easy, but if you want to get your information dialed in and kind of be on the roster at Cover Law, uh, just go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. And uh, you can start the process that way. Some final thoughts on what Stephanie Cover had to share coming up next as the bottom line continues. As we are gearing up for the end of the year and, of course, the uh, New Year's Eve parties, also make sure you have your financial house in order with any charitable contributions you want to make. I recommend Preborn, the only place in America where a woman can go get a free ultrasound and then have all three explanations of what her options are, either birth of the child, release the child for adoption, or in states where it's legal, you can get an abortion as well. Um, but that 85% of the time, though, women who go to preborn clinics, even though they know that that's an option, they don't choose it. They choose life for their baby. I want to thank a couple of people who made donations to preborn recently from outside of Southern California, but they're bottom line show listeners. David, who lives in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and listens on KLTT gave a donation of $140 to Preborn. Thank you so much, uh, David, for that gift. Also, Royal, one of our listeners in Boulder, Colorado, looks like a KLTT listener as well, a $28 donation. Both of those gifts, plus any amount you donate right now, now through December 31st, will be doubled thanks to that special matching grant. And remember, if you give a $7,500 donation, which is completely tax deductible, Preborn will double that. That provides $15,000 and a new ultrasound machine. Oh my goodness, think of how many babies' lives you'll save. Go to kbrightradio.com or rogermarsh.com. Click on the preborn banner right now. My thanks again to Stephanie Cover. I say this often, but I mean it sincerely. She's the only personal injury attorney I'll ever recommend here on the Bottom Line Show. Uh, time for our monthly visit, and it's always great to get that time with her. Um, 877-214-4935. 877 214 4935 or go online to kbrightradio.com.andthenhitthatforwardslashcoverlaw.andthenhitthatforwardslashcoverlaw.andthenhitthatforwardslashcoverlaw.andthenhitthatforwardslashcoverlaw.andthenhitthatforwardslashcover
you got a D uh, in this class. Last time you took it, you take it again and see if you can get a C or a B or possibly even an A. Weaknesses can be corrected. They can become strengths. Why do I say that? Because the next part is liabilities. All of us have our strengths. All of us have weaknesses that can become strengths. All of us have liabilities that are always going to be liabilities. If you love music but you can't carry a tune, that's a liability. Learn to manage it. If you, like me, like to play sports and athletic things, but you're 40 pounds overweight and you have a two-inch vertical leap, that's a liability. Now, the weakness part is you can lose weight and get in shape. The liability part is you can't jump more than two inches in the air, okay? Then there's the talent part and the gift part, and this culture mixes those two up like nothing I've ever seen before. A talent is something you can do and do well. But if 10 people are talented, they might all have the same talent. They might form a band. They might form a, a football team. You know, take your pick. The difference, though, is between talents and gifts is a gift is something that God has given only to you to do. Stephanie's gift is practicing personal entry law. My gift is having communications with you on radio and broadcast and podcast every day. What is your giftedness? At the end of the day, I don't think God is going to be as concerned about the talents you had and maybe didn't use all the time as the giftedness, because that, I believe, is a personal thing between you and him. And discovering your giftedness, it's never too late, but discovering your giftedness and then operating in that giftedness, you've heard the the expression, it's kind of a cliche, but I think it does hold water. Um, you know, what, uh, what your giftedness is, is God's gift to you. What you do with that giftedness is your gift back to God. I want to encourage you this holiday season, as we celebrate Christmas and New Year's, those are the holidays we're talking about, to be thinking about the ways that God has gifted you and asking yourself, since God has given you the generous gift of whatever that talent, ability, uh, resource is, how are you giving it back to him by investing it in building his kingdom? Some food for thought. And maybe one of the questions you don't always get asked at church either. That's the good news, and that's the bottom line.